Hey, everybody, it's me, Lachlan. We definitely weren't looking up if Scottish was a language or an accent. And guess who I've got this week? It's me. Hi. On the Australian podcast. Oh, it's, it's Michaela. I do not speak like <laughs> oh, that. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. No, that was, uh, that was maybe a slip on my part, but we'll keep it rolling from here. <laughs> Michaela, we're back here for another week of amazing content. It's true. It's a like this is a big week. Oh, like if I you, feel it. I've got the tingle. The we know tingle. the tingle. We, we feel it in my, our senses. My we feel it in my senses. yeah. In my feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my toes. <laughs> Mood boards and floor plans all around me. Let's oh, go. Okay. So this week mm-hmm. is I know I know we all we threw up a little inspiration episode last week just to give you an idea of where our heads at. Let's see where we got to with that. Now, before we throw it over to the music, let's do our classic cliffhanger of how are you this week? I'm really good. How are you? You'll find out after the music. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to another episode of Grab the Trace, a home design podcast here to help you deliver your next project to its full potential. If you're looking for some tips and secrets for your next project, be it building a new home, renovating, or even just picking what window furnishing would best suit your space, we've got you covered. So stick around, pull up your plans, and let's grab the trace. Hey everybody, the answer was well. I'm doing really well this week, <laughs> just well, in case you're like on the edge of your there. seat. Michaela, for someone who's sitting as far back in a lounge as you are, you are on the edge of your seat. I actually I am. mean, we're about as on the edge of the seat for as far back as we are in this lounge. Look, we're reclined. We are reclined. We're fine. comfortable. We're here to present our ideas, our thoughts, our inspirations. Just to, you know, keep this ball rolling. Like the we're just- design juices flowing. Doesn't that just sound moist? It, oh, it really does sound moist. But you know what else Moistly. is moist? Is moist. Thank you, moistly. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's an inside joke. For those who get it, get it. Those who don't, don't. We'll put a link up. Um, so I hope everyone's ready for a bit of a banger episode here. So as we've said, we've finally put a bit of pen to paper. We did. Or I think we've we kind clicked of- a few times on the computer. We've used the mouse and the keyboard a little bit. We oh, a little bit, little bit. Don't go. There's crazy. been some. There's been some late night text messages with like Red screenshots scribble. and <laughs> scribble over floor plans, being like, just one more change. Just what? Oh, I'm here to help. Honestly. Yeah. Oh, honestly, <laughs> honestly. So. Michaela and I have been hard at work over the last week behind the scenes, just doing bits and pieces. Actually, it's been two weeks because we did the Inspiration Grant. But so, Michaela and I have just been hard at work. That's hard the, at work. That's the moral of the story. Hard at work. Listen, if this was a fairy tale, the moral of the story is we've been hard at work. I know. And if you're at home laughing because you know us and you think that's a funny little inside joke, literally, I mean, literally, we've been hard at work. Oh, well. For us. I know, well, I've only got like one more week. Oh, my goodness. Do you want to? Do you want to bring that up on the show? Sure. By the time this comes out, you'll already be gone. Yeah. Like literally, literally, <gasps> today, Monday, we the first day that you no longer sit next to me or sit near me at work. I know. I'm actually- Oh, I'm, don't. I'll cry. That's actually slightly devastating. Yeah. It is a little bit upsetting, <gasps> but you know- I was going to say onward and upward, but that sounds like a little bit bitchy, doesn't it? <laughs> onwards um, and upwards, catch you later. It's, it's new doors, new opportunities, yeah, a I'm new really world. Excited. Oh, sorry. Should I put it in like, like we won't be working together anymore in a Yeah, yeah. No, sense. the podcast is done. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm, sa- I'm sad to leave where I am, but I think 
big opportunities. Big time, opportunities, big time, fish in the pond yeah, time to try to and grow. grab. I, I, I could not agree more. There so, on that little, I mean, we should have done that as the cliffhanger <gasps> as Mikhail takes a selfie on the show. <laughs> Wait, I've got it. The face ID. Does anyone else do that? Listen, face ID, I don't know how much I trust it. For everyone at home who doesn't know, I'm a twin, an identical twin. And oh, does it you work? You can open, yes. 100%. Really? Yep. 100%. Interesting. But you're an identical twin. I, I am an like identical twin, yes. Yeah. And Fraternal might not work unless you're like very androgynous looking. <laughs> and <laughs> What a pair. What a pairing. Um, but you, look, I've I've got identical twin friends. Yes, but you and your twin are actually identical. Twins. <laughs> yeah. Like proper identical. Yeah. Like there's there's not much difference unless it's like hairstyles or clothing or yeah, like yeah. but oh, we in were terms talking, of genetics. We were talking the other day. One of my favorite things to say with my brother Thomas, shout out if you're listening, you probably don't because <laughs> you're for some reason you're supportive except for listening to the podcast. <laughs> um we like we're relying on our parents to be to not have confused us in the first couple of weeks. After so, you could birth. Actually so, I could be Thomas, be Thomas right now. <gasps> I could be stealing valour and I could be claiming I'm an architect where technically Lachlan Anderson is the architect oh, maybe it's and that the, could be the other one. Maybe it's the true meaning of like you grow into your name. Oh, that is such a good point. You know. I just know, legally changed my name anyway. Well, I also- <laughs> There'd be two Lachlan Andersons. Okay, controversial. Here we go. But I don't- And again, I'm not a mother, so I can't really- I'm talking out of turn here. But- I don't get when people obviously give birth, have babies, and then they're like, oh, we just, we were waiting until we saw him or her before. For the name? We, for the name. But I'm like. Interesting. Aren't just babies babies and like I they grow into them? Yeah, name? but I think you've got to have a short list. Because oh, yeah, a short list. Like I would say like probably like- I would be going into the delivery room with like three names for each gender if you didn't know or oh, if you did know please. three names. I'm going in there with one name and that's been locked in since day <laughs> That dot. is such a good point. We're but- in a race to get this name <laughs> locked in before someone else steals it. And even then I'll do it better. It's fine. Oh, 100%. <laughs> we'll add like, an, like a little um, French accent over an E or something. Beautiful. I was just about to Not really. I was just to <laughs> yeah. try and about no, I don't think it. a Dashley like, has an E over it. <laughs> That's actually my – oh, is this oversharing? Teachers that I know, mm. one of the kids' names was Adashley and it was literally no. the letter A, a hyphen, an L-E-Y. That's disgusting. And then that another name that they've had is A-B-C-D-E, which is pronounced absidy. No, it's not. Yes. It's a f- Listen, we'll hideous. do a whole when we get to doing like nursery designs, we'll do a whole episode on bad baby names. Oh my god, stop. Because honestly, how bad do we sound right now? Imagine if there's Yeah, absolutely Ab- listening. Ad- Ashley leaves us a review. Guys, what yeah. this is and meant to be a design podcast, not throwing shade. I would like to note that I'm not high and mighty up on my pedestal. I've actually had my name changed from birth. So I can speak oh my from goodness, experience. That's right. yeah. yeah, I can speak from experience. I was not born yeah, as Yeah, you were Michaela. monster truck Welsh. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely not. What a good name. I was not born as Michaela. So, I can totally I can totally say, being one of the people that have changed their names, that like- Do you want to I say what like- your original name was? Because I pe- think- <laughs> And I here mean- I am being like, a Dashley. Yeah. And then I'm going to say my name and everyone's like, oof. My name was Ashley with two E's. <laughs> no, um, my name was Marika. Oh, my God. That's so nice. Yeah. I, I don't mind Marika, though. But oh, my, I think, my to be honest with you, it. you've grown into Michaela. 
Oh, see, but that's what I mean. Like, if it was Marika from Day Dot, I'm sure I'd be, oh, my God, you're such a Marika. 100%. Everybody, I hope you love that little tangent. That was really good for <laughs> if us. If we We're, keep it in there. If we keep it in, there's like a little bit of extra chat that happened, but we'll probably cut that out. So, we've got some preliminary stuff to share this week. Some, And by stuff, I mean concepts because yeah. stuff makes Actual it sound like content. garbage. We've got content to begin with this yeah. week. So- I've got it differently in the show notes, but I think probably what we should do is maybe I kind of want to recap a little bit. Yeah, let's let's do a like a, a recap. So a quick recap of where we kind of finished off with the last episode of this series Renna- series gem- yeah. gemstone series. So obviously, you took us through the floor plan and yep. what that entailed, what the constraints were. But I also loved that you came up with the theme and the name. Did I? New Farm Gem. Oh, I said gem and then you took- That's right. No, you said New, New Farm, Farm Gem. Yeah, because no, it's like idea. a little like gem, gem hidden away. Yeah. I think it's because I was watching Aladdin and there's like oh, the cute. cave of wonders with all the oh. rubies and stuff in it. And that's kind of what this is. It's and like- And Abu st- shouldn't have touched yeah, the- Yeah, seriously, silly monkey. Oh, um, right. There's the like one little out. gem in this enormous cave of treasure mm-hmm. and that's our apartment that we're renovating, it's everybody. True. It's true. So, we've got our name. We've kind of got our theme. Yes. We've got like some strong words to like build- We do. From. Yep, and we definitely spoke about the client the who we who were aiming the for the demographic, the brief, the location, budget we, even. Budget, we did touch on that. We even went through like availability and trades and builders and kind of what's happening in the world at the moment. Um we went through the floor plan. We went through what we can touch, what we can't touch, which I yes. think is really important especially in an apartment renovation where mm-hmm. you don't own everything. Yeah, pretty much to the center of the walls you own. You don't have a boundary in terms of land. You have boundaries in terms of halfway through a wall, which is very different to renovate. 100%. So- Don't put a command hook in too far into that. Not a command hook. Don't put a, um, what are they called? Dynabolt. Yeah. And then, sorry, just to recap, right at the end of the episode, we kind of went into, okay, we've got all this information. We've got this brief. We've got this client. We kind of just started to develop a bit of a brief yep. and a feel. And then we started kind of going back and forth with maybe textures and materials and yes, colors yes. and palettes and how that would start to visualize. And 100%. Then this episode- we're going to go into proposed floor plans. Yes, our mm. first iteration. Yep. It will, de- and it's well. Here's the thing: it's our first iteration we're presenting to you. I might <laughs> upload a couple of the absolute shitters that I came <laughs> up with, but you know what? The sh- yep. You have to go through the shit to get to where we are now. It's, it's the process. And you know what? We'll look back on this floor plan in two, three weeks' time. We'll be like, yeah. we had to get through the shit to get to where we are now. Or a different analogy: <laughs> the first k- one was right. We have we- to go back. <laughs> we got to kiss a few toads to find our prints. Oh, my goodness. I like- Is that Swan Princess? I think it's frogs and I said toads. My bad. I'm Queenslander. Oh, my God. Oh. Kiss a few frogs to find a prince. Yeah, you're right. Is that yeah. Swan Princess? Is that who that is? Is that Odette? Or is that the Swan Princess? That's Swan Lake. Who kisses the yeah. frogs? Which Disney princess lady kisses frogs? Princess and the frog. It's That's just- such a good point. It's just called the princess and the, the frog. princess and the frog. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much, Diane. <laughs> well, she probably has a name. But I can't yeah, I'm going to listen. You're going to Google it I'm in your own Google time. It. Hang on. No, I oh, no um, in our time. Frog Kiss Princess. Her name, it is The Princess and the Frog 2009. I know. I know. Which Disney princess kissed a frog? Tiana. Tiana. I've never seen this the movie. This was the first like African-American. It was. Yeah. Yes. Like, or like black featured Disney. 
I mean, Pocahontas might be in there, but she's Native American, American isn't she? That is yeah. not African American. And, <laughs> and that you know was... what? Once again, you were so right. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> Woo. Okay. Well, Back on talking track. about wow. Uh, we even, I mean, even last week, the episode, we talked about a couple of projects that we were thinking just to try and spark yeah. that next level of idearage. Yeah. You always kind of just need that inspo for like even little details. It doesn't, it could yeah. look. We could have looked at like a coastal home or we could have looked at like anything that wasn't related to this. And yet you're still like, that splashback detail, that was incredible. Love that. I'm going to use that. Or, oh my gosh, I love that roof line. I never thought of doing a skylight like that in that use. So, love it. Little things. Well, without further ado, I'm going to- Sorry? Without further ado, did I say ado? Sorry, bugger, bugger, bugger. (laughs) I'm going to keep it in. To do it twice. I got so- I'm pretty sure I said it right at the start of the episode as well. Without further ado, I'm going to kick it off architecturally here. Yes. And we're just going to talk about the floor plan. Yeah, um, I'm so If excited. I can bring it up in one moment. Got it. All right. I've got it up. I'm looking at it. So, what we're talking about, well, obviously, I'll put it on the- I'll put the finished floor plan or where we're up to with the floor plan. I'll put that on the summary post that goes up the day the episode's uploaded so yep. you can see what we're talking about. Yep. And then probably later in the week, I'll upload like a, a couple of different iterations of How the floor plan there. so you can see where it's come from. And then I'll yeah. even include the demolition plan as well so you can see what we're actually looking at taking out and, and doing. And replacing with. So, the main thing I'll talk about that I was potentially considering doing, and you and I talked about this, was originally I was thinking- there was like a linen cupboard in the hallway and I was like, oh, that's an easy one. We'll put the laundry out there. Yep. European laundry off the hallway. Go from there. Yep. The issue with that, mm-hmm. the only way, and I'll just skip to the chase, the only way to achieve that detail is if we build the entire floor of the bathroom up so that way we could run the plumbing from the laundry through to the existing drainage points. Yep. So, what a one of the late night text messages with the finger markup that came through from you was- <laughs> It would be better to keep our wet areas just in the one room, all sealed off by themselves. So that yep. way, if and the washing machine, the same floor waste. if the washing machine overflows, guess what? It's going into the floor waste that's already in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Happy would days. Would like to note again, just to clarify from your architect, if you know one, yes. lucky I do. With floor waste, there are codes and regulations. So actually, with a residential house, you don't legally have to include a floor waste in a laundry. I don't have one in my house. Very And it's a brand new build. Yep. You but don't need one. However- However, everybody. <laughs> this is an apartment. So, it's not our building. It's not our land. We just own a little portion of it. And as Lachlan stated in the first episode, we have someone above us, someone below us. So, because we have someone below us, we do not want to flood their apartment. Yes. So, a floor waste is required in all wet areas, including laundries. Yes. Especially, I think even if you're in a residential house, I think the only time you do need to put a floor waste in is if you are doing a European style, um, like laundry in a cupboard off a main living area. It's just for if it's within like a certain distance, I think from Correct. like yeah, floor, yeah, yeah. like if, if you've got a step in laundry, say, yep. like it's not a full walk in laundry, but it's a step in laundry. But at least if you've got like a meter worth of tiles in front yeah, of it, yeah. that should kind of be fine. Or- I think you can actually get away with it in a residential if you've got a European style, but say you've got like tiled flooring throughout. Yeah. Then you don't need to. But if you've got floorboards. If you've got beautiful or floorboards. A, or carpet, say like, not oh, that this would rank. be ideal, but if you had like carpet all through your living and dining room or yep. 
and then you've got a European laundry cupboard right next to it. Like, yeah, you probably wouldn't want to test the no, waters not at all. there and, and push your luck. No. With the bathroom. So, laundry in the bathroom, the wet area, done deal. But we can do it nice, right? We can do like, it nice, 100%. We can do it behind joinery doors. We can make it look like a, a fully separate space. We don't want to be, you know, like washing our hands in the laundry sink and it's like vanity and laundry. We're not about that. We're no. not going to be- you know, your washing machine with your toilet rolls sitting on top of it because it's next to your toilet. It's not like, for me, guys. We're not, we're not about that. We're separating it. We're making it fully self-sufficient. We're going to put a little laundry sink in there as well. Yep, just a skinny. It's behind doors. It'll look beautiful. It will. It will. It will? Whoa. It will. <laughs> it will. <laughs> so, then talking about the bathroom is a large. Now, at the moment- Mm-hmm. I'm confident that we can get this layout to work. Perfect. But the only thing that is giving me pause is I just need to resolve what's happening with the toilet in mm-hmm. terms of getting the waste down. So, what we've done in the existing floor plan, the sink is underneath the window mm-hmm. and the toilet is kind of up against the wall. We're going to flip it. So, that gives us the ability to have overhead cabinetry above our sink mm-hmm. and our vanity and yep. maybe a mirror and a bit of overhead storage because- we're making it nice. Obviously. Obviously, we can get a bigger, actually a bigger vanity in terms of the width as mm-hmm. well. Like I think at the moment it's literally just like a pedestal basin. Like there's no, no storage in there. No, absolutely none. And no bench space. It's just all. A yes. Bit, it's all a bit bad. Now, the toilet. This is something that you and I have been going back about and we think we can make it work. So, rather mm-hmm. than doing a floor mounted or a floor, what would you call a floor a, mounted? A back to wall toilet suite. Back to wall toilet suite. We're going to do an in-wall- Cistern. Cistern, I guess, if that makes sense. So, in, we're going to- I'm trying to figure out how to explain to people. You know where it looks like it kind of just hovers off the ground? So, you can do in-wall cisterns that are floor-mounted or wall-mounted. Yes. So, when we say like in-wall cistern or back to wall, what Lachlan's explaining is, you know, like you've got the buttons on the top. Yes. That's a back-to-wall suite, meaning that everything is visible, everything's outside, it's encased in ceramic, it's all there. That's a back-to-wall toilet suite. However, with back-to-wall toilet suites, yes, they're S-trap or P-trap, meaning that the water comes in either through the wall or through the floor. However, usually back-to-wall toilet suites is floor penetration. Sending it through the floor, yes. So, what we want to do and suggest is an in-wall system, meaning that the cistern and the buttons are like a little wall plate on the wall. And then all you've got is just the toilet seat and yes. the little like pan, they call it. Correct. And that can either be floating on the wall or fixed to the floor. Yep. So, the reason we're doing that is we want to divert the waste mm-hmm. in a little nib wall that mm-hmm. we're going to build behind the toilet so that the toilet's not on the external wall. We're going to build that out. And that's to house our in-wall system. Our in-wall system. But then we're also going to use that to transfer the waste pipe for the toilet. So, kind of horizontally through the wall to connect up to the existing, like- Connection. Connection, I yeah. guess. Or penetration. So, that should give us the flexibility to do whatever we want without having to build the entire floor up mm-hmm. because we don't have the ceiling height for that, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. And then- We're just going to have to accommodate this plumbing as well and incorporate that into our vanity design. Yes. So, we're not going to be doing this sleek wall-mounted vanity design and it's going to be floating. What we're going to be doing is like probably floor-mounted vanity and that way we can encompass those pipes. We yes, can yes. We can obviously conceal the penetration. 
we can come you know up what? with a beautiful design. I love where your head's at because I was thinking of just doing a really awful vanity. A- but this is- No, no, no. So, I was thinking that we could potentially for- Because we- I mean, when you'll see the photo, you'll see it. But because we've got more clearance from the front of the vanity to where our shower is going to be, potentially we could do a thing where the nib wall kind of kicks out where the vanity is. So, it becomes a deeper wall. Mm-hmm. But- I think your way is probably a lot more economical with the space because guess what we need to fit? Tower rails. And that would have killed the tower rails. Correct. And I would have also been killed. Correct. <laughs> Correct. So, speaking about it. Yes. We may have jumped the gun a little bit here, but the shower. Oh, my God. So, I'm the so shower is in the, the same spot on the floor plan. We were originally thinking waste. like maybe we've got to throw it around, do different spots. Same floor waste. Yep. We're just changing the wall that the actual shower rows and arm is on or mm-hmm. the shower, whatever just we end up doing. moving the plumbing location. Moving the plumbing for that. And then we've seen a couple of little images floating around. Oh, I've got We're going to do something nice. You. We're actually going to do, and you can tell me yeah. if this is not where it, we're thinking of doing a step in shower. Yes. But we're going to do it nice. We're going to do maybe a bit of an arched opening moment into it. Can you imagine just this like fully tiled room, arched opening? We're getting that little bit of glamour. We've got a beautiful potentially like, you know, rubbed bronze tapware. We've got and are you going to be the one to like drop the- Drop the love for the built-in seat. Oh, I completely forgot we did the built-in seat. Built-in seat. So, we're going to have built-in seat. We're going to have got niches. niches. We might need to figure out probably where we're going to put the niche. We can't put it on the wall where the shower rose is going to be because I don't think there's going to be sufficient depth well, in there. Hear me out. A little bit different. Oh, you want to do a like a little glass shelf? Not a glass. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. Maybe because, as you said, we're a little bit tight for space on this and it's- it's already like an enclosed yeah. space. It we almost don't have gives me like sauna ceilings. steam room vibes, it's this kind of thing. Oh, I can just Maybe we could like talk about tiles. steam room. <gasps> well, yeah, maybe, requirements. I mean, maybe we if we go w- well with the budget, maybe not tiles. Maybe something well, we saw the other day. Stone. Stone. Yeah, well, stone tiles potentially or just slabs of stone. That's what I'm thinking. Like, yeah, just the for the shower area. Like we did see an example project the other day that was this and we were like, Heaven. oh, I love it. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Okay, so go ahead. So, what were you so, saying? So, if we do the beautiful seat, the opening, say it's all clad in stone or marble, we've got something crazy going on, looks beautiful, and then either on the same wall as the shower, we just have this beautiful built-out stone shelf. Oh, good idea. So, it like looks like this floating like stone box just like floating on the wall. Yes. Just heaven. Oh, I love that. And then you could that. even put your like mixer Yes, on yes, that. yes. And then you can put all your bottles and everything. But because it's not like a big glass open shower, I'm not concerned about like a niche for me is to conceal the bottles and all your products. Because yeah. let's be honest, like no one wants to see the big Dove one liter pump bottle. Like you want to conceal it. However, this is like a fully built in shower. So, and I'm sure these people are going to be Aesop only products. And- oh, 100%. No thank you soap over here yeah. or whatever it is. Beautiful. So, that is our bathroom. Yeah. So, we'll. this is just from the architectural point of view. Let's whip through some of the other areas because I haven't really put too much thought into the rest apart mm-hmm. from- in the, I'll, I'll tackle the kitchen yeah. now. I think the kitchen. So great. we previously the kitchen was a U shape. Mm-hmm. What we're thinking to hit the brief is, I don't think the existing kitchen kind of lent itself to international man of mystery vibes. 
what we're looking at is kind of a bit of a hot, like I don't think we've got the space to provide a dedicated dining space. Yeah, agree. So, what we're probably going to do is something where we've got a bit, a bit of a breakfast bar moment, mm-hmm. bit of an open bench situation yep. with like a full kind of area we can push stools in, yeah, whatever. absolutely. But what this is allowing us to do, the new layout we've got, which is just a galley style, mm-hmm. we've rotated everything 90 degrees. Yep. So, that way we're Made running- use of the walls. We're running the same direction as the hallway. Yep. And that's going to give us so much more space for our full-hide appliances, our mm-hmm. stacks, our pantries and everything. Cooktop. 100%. And then it's going to give us the- uh, Because there's not going to be that many people using it. I don't mind that if you were to eat at this table, you would be kind of sitting in the circulation space of the hallway. Mm-hmm. Because- but who's going to be circulating if they're it. not sitting There's going to the be bench. maybe four people at most- in this apartment at one time. A, and I think I that's think we a need to, Yeah, keep reiterating. This is a one-bedroom apartment. We don't even have any, like, balcony space. No, so, no. typically, for even a one-bedroom, you would have balcony space. Yes. Like, this apartment doesn't even have that. No. So, it's small, but it needs to be wow. And these are some of the, like- in the original brief we had, we were saying, like, we want spaces to be multifunctional. We want to- This is how we're achieving this at Absolutely. the moment. Absolutely. With our living room, we w- well, I think we might have talked last week about potentially running where we've got the full height or what I imagine is the full height kitchen cabinetry. We're just going to run that in a straight line through to the window and that's where we're going to have maybe some more storage. Yep. We're going to have our, our bar, living room cocktail. area. Yep. Like mm-hmm. our living room kind of entertainment, entertainment console. If we're going to put a fireplace in, this is where it will go. Love that. So, that means that our bed is no longer looking towards the bed. Oh, sorry, our bed. Our lounge is mm-hmm. no lo- longer looking towards the bedroom. Yep. We flipped that bad boy, so now we're looking away yes. to the more public spaces rather than looking into the private. Perfect. Also touching on it before we move into the bedroom, we've introduced a storage cupboard because we lost our little linen. Yep. And then I have included that is accessed from the living room side, but is going to be concealed in something I'll tell you about in a second. Just a little like services cupboard because we will need to locate like where the electrical like switchboard NBN, and NBN data, comes in all and that it, stuff. Depending on how high we put it, that could even just be our, like, um, stick vacuum charging point as well. Easy done. Yep. Now, what I was alluding to is I'm toying with the idea, and this has taken inspiration from the Brad Schwartz project we covered, Mm -hmm. to try and really hide this bedroom away. We've gotten rid of the bifold, like, leathery door thing that that you might have seen in, like, a hospital in, like, World War One or something. (laughs) We've gotten rid of that and we've introduced a hinge door. But to make it nice, we're going to conceal it because we're going to run potentially some kind of like feature battening or whatever the entire length of that hallway wall that runs from the entryway through to our external window, I guess. Yep. And we're going to have our joinery doors for our storage cupboard. They're going to be probably clad in that batten maybe. Yep. Same with the electrical cupboard door Mm -hmm. and same with our hinge door into our bedroom. So, when you look at it, it just feels like one room. Yeah. And then your bedroom, your private space is just hidden, which is something that I think that project we looked at did really well. Absolutely. So, we're going to- And also the the brief, how you kept coming back to this client, he's fly in, fly out. Yep. He potentially is going to have like pre-drinks or after drinks back at his place. You don't want your bedroom on show. No. So, you want this to feel like almost like a hotel suite. Love that. So- the next thing, we're now going to move into the final bit of the architectural showy offiness. <laughs> yep. So, this is actually one of the things that you will see in the iterations that Michaela definitely helped steer us with because originally I had a very- We've got a bit of a kick 
in the bedroom where mm. the existing wardrobe is. So, I've pulled that wardrobe out because I think for something of this size, we need more efficient storage and that bedroom was just larger than life. Yeah. Like, it was not- I mean, nothing's ever too large. Yeah, but, yeah I would never say no to that size bedroom. But I feel like but- for a one-bedroom apartment, the bedroom was disproportionate to, to rest. The, to the storage, yes. Yeah. So, what we've done is we've got- We do have a moment of just normal 600 deep wardrobes. Mm-hmm. We're not sure if they're going to be hinged yet. We're not sure if they're going to be sliding. I Probably going to be sliding, sliding just because just- of bedside tables. Yep, Love it. We're on the same page. Great. But what Michaela has steered us towards is a small walk-in robe. More like a, a step-in. Yeah, step-in robe. That's yeah. a good point. But having said that, it could be a step-in anything. Oh, it could yeah. be a step-in safe or yep. like valuables room. Yep. It, it is as flexible as- we want mm-hmm. it to be. It is additional storage because in an apartment this small, no storage matter what we do everything. for the kitchen, even though we provided a storage room from the living room area, mm-hmm. just having spaces to put things or Absolutely. tidy things up, it's going to be key. And even, again, I'm just putting good vibes out to the rod gun client, Cap. Oh, yes. But who knows? Maybe he's in Brisbane, he was single, and now he's met the love of his life and she's yep. considering moving in. Oh, I would. Where's, where's her clothes Because she fell go? in love with the gemstone vibes. Right? I'm clapping my hands. Yes. But wardrobe. You're, like, I'm sorry, but what, two metres is just not enough wardrobe no, space for no. a couple. I would say a single person, yes. Yeah. But if a couple was living here, no, because I don't know I where mean, he's two meters of his just, clothes. Two metres of just full height robe yeah. wouldn't be enough for a couple. No. So, I love the idea of- that the step-in could potentially be like hers yes. and, and the sliding could potentially be a his. Yes, love that. The final thing I want to talk about in here is we do, because of the existing column location, I believe it's a column. I mean, I'd, yeah. I'd love color if it wasn't, but I think it's a column. Riser. So, because of the location of this, mm-hmm. we've got like a bit of a weird Leftover space. And like originally I gave it back to the living room, but I'm like, the living room's got enough. It's not looking at it. Yeah. Potentially a moment for like- you know, when you go to a hotel and there's just like that little desk or whatever, like if he does need to like work from home or something like, or a makeup station, like yeah, it's or even just a spot to use. have, like, even if you've got a TV or you yep. just need a desk to write, I don't know, important business letters or whatever. I don't know. Sign oh, your bougie, passport bougie. declarations. Well, it's just the like, I call it like the dumping ground. Yes. Every single house has the dumping ground in terms of like, women, where are you putting your handbags at the end of every day? Where does that go? Where do you- Grab your mail from in the mailbox. Where do you put it when you first enter the house? I'm definitely not looking at the floor plan trying to find a way to get that closer to the entry as well. <laughs> See? But it's we, like, who knows? Maybe when we revolt all of the kitchen design, like maybe again, there's I think an ability there. We are very used to like house mm. or like minimum three bedroom homes. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a good it, point. It's kind of hard this to get into like- him. Yeah, it's it's a one bedroom. No so one like, else is taking his keys. It's just him or her or them. Yeah, or, or a couple. It's like yeah. either one person or a couple. So- how they use a space is very different to how, like, a family would use a space Correct. or a group of people. Or So, I think that's killer in terms of I think it's how not a bad flexible start. that space will be. As you said, like, you could actually mount the TV centred on the bed. I know that the, um, the column or the riser is there, but you could still mount the TV and the power would still be concealed. Yeah. So, you could- How good would that be? You could still technically, like, build that out, do a little TV thing- and have an additional, like, desk space. Yes. Super functional. Love that. So, that is where we're up to with the <gasps> oh, floor plan at the I'm moment. Do you have something else? Sorry. I'm sorry. 
What did I miss? No. What did you include? Is this a little recessed section for some curtains? Oh, my goodness. I did. I did. I've included like a little. Did you try and sneak that in? Well, so the wall was there anyway. Oh, don't. No, but it used to to line up with only one side. So, I've gone in and done it. So, there's an offset on both sides. That way we're- Because we're obviously going to have sheer and block our curtains. And it is something that I've been toying with on a few projects at work. It's just a bit nice. As we said, it's an apartment, but we're making it nice. Right. And then you've even done it with like the living room and you've lined it. Yeah. Stop. Stop it. Now- You're a genius. I mean, to avoid- Thank you so much. Oh, my God. (laughs) He's blushing, Uh, guys. Oh, my goodness. It's just a little bit hot in here. Um, To- I guess keep the ball rolling and um, everyone at home, I know you're going to get the shits with me and be like, we get it. It's nice. (laughs) Michaela has done a mood board up. Stop. Oh, my goodness. I'm frothing over it. So, the the brief or the the powerful word we came up with was gemstone vibes. Yep. Gemstone. I, I think you called me or whatever when you sent this through and I was just like- Oh, I did. I was like, "Is this a vibe? Is this?" And are I'm, you, I'm already are seeing good? things in this mood board that we've talked about in the floor plan. Like the very first image has a. I, I mean, I won't take it the thunder away, but it's almost like a a riser for like a step into yep. something. Yeah, it is, and it's out of like marble. is that marble? Yep. And now I'm thinking, well, that's obviously going to be our step in shower. Like, right now you're getting it. Without further ado, mm-hmm. Michaela. Walk the fine people at home through this and then the episode will be nice and chunky at that point. Mm -hmm. We'll cut it. We've got before and I'll recap on this. We've got more inspiration projects we've pulled for next week Mm -hmm. because we we still need to keep bringing ideas or seeing what's out there to test against ourselves. Yeah. And then also we get to show off a couple more amazing projects that we've found. So, let's just keep this train rolling. Okay. Toot toot. All right. Choo choo. (laughs) Toot toot was cuter. Toot toot. (laughs) All right. Mood board. So, if you have listened to, I think, was this our first episode mood board ever? I think it might have been. Or we had an intro episode. Yeah, we did. And then I think mood board was our first proper full episode. Yes, you're right. So, oh, if I can actually remember what I said over a year ago. To be honest with you, Cliff Notes, I remember it quite vividly. It was what- like what is a mood board? Yep. It's just like a curation of images. images. It does it's not curation of images of like it is I need this flooring it's and not this identical. tap. It is yeah. we're finding we're finding elements or feelings or themes. Yes, that's right. Yeah. It's collating images into themes. Yep. You can do it on any program, you can do it in Word, mm-hmm. you can do it in InDesign, you can literally I'm um cut copy paste. I was talking to someone the other day who is cutting things out of magazines Beautiful. and like scrapbooking it. That is scrapbooking is the OG mood board. Yeah, honestly, it's I the I mean this this mood board version. we're talking about now is maybe stunning, but potentially. But this is what mood boards are. It's Finding themes through images that yep. you can then break down and find, well, what particularly, what about this set of images? What What is this theme informing the design? Yeah. Like, what are we and doing? And then I feel like no matter what images you kind of put together, if you put it together on a page, in a scrapbook, however, however you want to do it, if one image or two images just don't look right on the page, they're not going to look right in a room. Yeah, that would be devastating. But this is like- Literally zero dollar way of seeing if it works. Yeah. 
There's Let's no cost. Let's test these ideas for there's, free. There's no cost associated with this. So. I can't wait. For, seriously, I can't wait for you guys to see this. Like oh, this it's is so nice. It's this pretty. is beautiful. Obviously, we've just had a bit of a rundown of what a mood board is, just to recap everything. But again, just like I said with creating a mood board last episode, if you go to five different interior designers, you are going to get five different mood boards. Yes. However, this how- is the correct one. <laughs> <laughs> this is my interpretation of this brief, of this floor plan. And honestly, I felt like I was kind of shooting from the hip the last episode and kind of bouncing off Lockie and we were just kind of talking our way through yep. a brief. And that's how we work, I think, daily to, from project to project. Yeah, I think that's probably the main thing I've gotten feedback after people have heard the first episode is it's interesting to kind of like really hear our process, mm-hmm. I guess, rather than us looking at inspiration projects and being like, I think I know where their head was at. You, you're kind of getting a direct connection. We can be like, I was thinking this image because of this, not- Oh, I think they did this because it they works with theme. Yeah. It could have just been a happy accident. Like yeah. everything it lo- deserves to be. But this is, we can tell you, yeah, we, th- we thought this. Art. Like when yeah. I was talking about the four plans, yeah, I did a couple of op- options and they were shit. But mm. look how much nicer this is. See? Well, with my mood boards, I have a little bit of like a structure to them. So, usually the first page is what I would call not necessarily detailed spaces or rooms that I'm trying to reflect. The first page is kind of like the title, the title page, the contents page. So it kind of has a bit of mash of everything and more just a a very true mood board in the sense that it might not, might not even reflect architectural details or interior design. It could be, I don't know, of an animal, of a landscape. It has nothing to do with a particular space. I just like to set the tone on the first page. And then every subsequent page, I like to then break it into areas, typically like kitchens and then bathrooms and then maybe living spaces or bedrooms. And that's kind of how I work. I think it's a nice visual way of seeing the theme, the colors, the palette, and how that works in each space. And then you can kind of see in like all your bathroom images, oh, am I missing that particular color? Am I missing that particular stone? Or, oh, okay, we don't have any timber flooring in here. Does that kill this aesthetic or that palette? So it's a really clear way of breaking up those spaces and seeing how that theme relates across an entire project. So let's start with the first page or this like title page, I like to call it. And oh, by golly, the first image, Lachlan's already mentioned it. So this is a beautiful color cut of viola, which is a white based marble with this almost rich purple maroon. Yeah. So it's beautiful. It's stunning. It's a very intense stone. I'm not going to lie. It's definitely not subtle. It's definitely not subdued. It is an intense, intricate, bold stone. But that's exactly why I chose it. I chose images representing it because it is like a punch to the face in all the right ways. So, Oh, listen, if I'm going to be punched in the face and shout out, Robbie, I hope your black eyes nearly fixed now. <laughs> um, but if I'm going to be punched in the face, this is how I want it to be done. Yes. Now, I really did want to reiterate it's that particular stone that I would love to use in this project, but it's also surrounded by really dark timber flooring, which I also kind of might want to explore yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah, because we're going to have light. Yeah. It's not going to, like, you can do dark and moody with natural light. Yeah, and I always find whenever anyone finds, like, a small 
space or a one bedroom or it's a small apartment low ceilings are always like oh my god we just need to paint everything white because it's too it's going to be too dark and too small where sometimes if you just like commit and go really dark and moody and it's meant to be like that it can actually feel quite intimate definitely a different feel to like light open and airy but you can do dark and intimate and romantic or masculine and it's hitting different. Yeah, a bit suave. Yeah, it's hitting different pros. It's like wearing black. It's very slimming. Right? Okay. Our next image is, boom, fluted glass. Oh, and honestly, just the combination of not only fluted glass door, but it's got bronze hardware and bronze framework to these doors. So, again, we're picking up the materials, we're picking up texture, we're picking up same material palette that we're hoping to use throughout. So I loved that image. And then I'm going to quickly whip through because they're kind of the two main ones on this page that I really wanted to iterate. But we've got a combination of purples and maroons and greens. So a lot of purple, green marbles and stones We've got a lot of fluted glass elements in glazing. We have another beautiful color cutter viola image of some herringbone or, sorry, chevron. chevron. My apologies. I didn't even realize it was chevron flooring. I thought oh. it was a slab. And then I zoomed in. I'm like, no oh, way. Yeah. Chevron in the color cutter viola. Like, absolutely stunning. We've got some beautiful, simple cabinetry. And then we're going into our next image. And again, it's that color cut of viola. We've got arches in the background. We've got smooth white plaster, but then it's this punch of gold. So when I think gemstone or gems, I'm also thinking like jewelry. It kind of goes yeah, hand Yeah, like hand. you've got like a ring with like a ruby on it exactly. or like just a big old fat diamond on it. Yeah. Don't forget diamonds are gems, everyone. Oh, aren't they just? And you know so- what? And this is going to sound a little bit weird, but like the viola almost gives me- diamond slash amethyst vibes Ooh, where yeah. it's like that because I, I i akin i liken diamond to like the white yeah tones yeah like maybe quartz but i don't know if that's a gem i think that's more a mineral um and then the kind of amethyst that, that like purpley beautiful mm, mm. but done right not like a right. horrible like plum purple bed sheet we're not doing that yeah i i look at the color cut of viola and instantly i think like glamour Mm. I don't know why I'm even thinking like art deco, glamour, 1920s. Like, I don't know. I just feel it's very punchy. It's very sophisticated, but it's almost like, I don't know. It's like out of all the award ceremonies, it's like the Met Ball. Oh, my God. The Met Gala? The Met Gala. Which is, I mean, not to give away when we're recording, but that happened Yesterday, yesterday, I think, and yep. there was some awful outfits. We'll right? talk about that maybe at the start of next right. week's episode. This, but- it, this is Blake Lively, right? Okay, we've we've just nailed it. So true, Serena. So, so true. <laughs> Thanks, S. And then again, we've got some fluted columns, which are just representing that verticality, that texture, that tone, reflectiveness, and symmetry. And then our last little image on the page is a beautiful bar, cocktail bar area but in this beautiful emerald green haze quartzite. It is stunning. Stunning, but again, green, purple, bronzes, brasses, metallics, fluted glass, you're getting a vibe. Dark, rich timber floors, chevron, herringbone. We're just getting patterns and textures and rich, bold colors. 
Oh, please keep going. Next, oh, next, next, next image. Next. Okay, next page. Now we're going into more kitchen images. So now we're focusing in on particular areas and how we're using that theme, that palette, and incorporating that into a particular space. So our kitchen area. First image, again, is this custom cabinetry, which I loved, of a bench top. Again, a beautiful, beautiful, almost like greeny toned bench top running into custom vertical cabinetry, but it's got this like embossed texture to it and this like almost like battened mm. cabinetry. So I loved that vibe when Lachlan explained, you know, down that main corridor, how we wanted to conceal the beautiful bedroom and the linen storage. Maybe if we had the same kitchen cabinetry and then we use the same cabinetry on the linen doors and incorporate it into panel work and then we start getting holisticness. We start feeling... Start tying the architecture yeah. and the interior elements together yeah. in a way where it is one cohesive message rather yeah. than here's the floor plan, I'm done, you've got to put battens in, bye. Exactly. And then even how they integrated the handle into this cabinet, like maybe that could be something like our entry to our bedroom door. Yeah. That's, so see, that's what I was thinking is oh, this is so good. Stop. So that's kind of one of the main images on this page that I want to talk about. The next one is the use of the color cut of viola. I kind of fell in love with this stone from the first page and now I just yep. haven't. It's tainted the mood board. It has. But there's this one. <laughs> in a good way. It is. There's this one particular image of an opening and it's clad in the stone and then they've used it on the splashback and an, on, of like an open shelf and the bench top. It's just different ways of using the stone instead of just going, oh, cool, I'll do a 20 mil bench top and I'll run it up the splashback done. But even like there's little details here in terms of it's an expensive stone, Obviously. I'm assuming. Yes. But, like, with the splashback, instead of running at the full height in that image, They're it just- only goes to the height of the shelf. It's, like, halfway. It's, yeah. like, what an effective way of showing restraint. Oh, yes. Cost savings. Yes. <laughs> um, so, I really wanted to highlight just different ways of using marble and stone and trying to get the most impact. Like, for me, if I had a feature stone and maybe not the budget, I've always said before, like, maybe use it on your island bench top and make that the focus where maybe you don't even have the luxury of using it on an entire island. Maybe we just use it on a splashback. Use it vertically. So then you get that impact straight away when you enter the space. So just keep in mind. And then third image that I really wanted to highlight on this page was the pit cooktop. Love that. To be honest with you, you highlight the pit, pit cooktop. I think it's locked in. It's, I mean, oh, it's we, we've, been, we've been DMing on the background. We might even like... And I'm so making a promise we're probably not going to deliver on. We might even try and get someone in from Pitt to just kind of be on the podcast for like two minutes or something. I might call them in on an episode. Oh, and just give like and a just, rundown. So, they can like preach the good word as yeah, well. Yeah, they obviously know a lot more about the products than yeah. we do. Like well, obviously we specify and we know as much as we can, but they they know everything. They can 100%. Cost, like, it's so, uh, listen, I'll, I'll hold myself to that. And also everyone at home giving me shit about not contacting Myers Elliott. It's in the works, okay? Yeah. It's in the works. Right? I'm really pushing for the end of the financial year to be the real deadline, but we'll see how we go. Beautiful. All right. Next page. Again, the main image is not only the pit cooktop. It's another image of a pit cooktop, but it's got the colour cut of Viola bench top stop. It was meant to be. So... That's the real impact. That's what we're wanting our kitchen to look like. I am obsessed. I love it. I love it. I love it. Next image, 
there's probably one that really speaks to me on this page and it's the fluted glass built-in cabinet. I was just about to say that. If I had to guess, it would be that one. I love it. I'm obsessed. Just the framework of it looks so delicate and intricate. Again, this kind of idea could be used across in the living room entertainment, the cocktail bar. We could use, you know, maybe the emerald quartzite or keep the color cut of viola. Yeah. So even though it's fluted, you can get different, like reed structures or yeah, widths. different widths, different motifs. Yep. And yep. that's going to be dictating how much, I guess, transparency that yeah. that allows for 100%. and how much you can see behind. So I kind of want to get very similar to this image where you can actually see a fair, a fair bit. It's that's not, that's not full privacy by any means. So if you're putting this beautiful feature stone behind it, you kind of want to see it. So best of both worlds. And then, our next page, we're going into bathrooms and the wet areas. Now, in contrast to the kitchens where the color color viola kind of shone, this is all about the green stones. This is stunning. It's I'm a different gemstone. It is. We want to use a di- Oh, can I pitch you something? Yeah. Do you want to do a different like gemstone? I don't And I might be jumping. Do you want to do a different gemstone based on like the different zones? So, like, your public space, like, I'm just thinking when we get to the bedrooms, have you got a different gemstone picked out there? I did the green. Well, then the green, let the green rule. <laughs> I just did green and purple. That was the Well, thing. then maybe we, we lie to ourselves and say the private spaces are the green gemstone and the public spaces are the amethysty viola. Yes. Yeah. Intended, obviously. Private, public. Yeah. Okay, great. Look how smart we are. Oh, look at that. You led that. There was no smartness coming from me. <laughs> okay, so in our bathrooms and our private spaces, so obviously later on in the mood board, we're going into the bedroom spaces, but in our private spaces, we decided to change it up. Let's go for the green, bring in that rich, dark green emerald tones in contrast to our beautiful color cut of viola in our like public spaces. So. I guess the key kind of images that I want to take from this is bottom left is our beautiful arched door. And then also we have fluted external glazing, your favorite. So this is actually one of our projects, our previous projects that we went through on the inspiration gram. I'm obsessed. I absolutely love it. I think it's stunning. I think we can use this arch inspiration for our beautiful shower. So that was definitely the main focal point on this page. Going on to our next page, again, we're still staying within the bathroom, but this is kind of bringing a lot of inspiration, a lot of our palettes, a lot of our materials, and there's a particular image. Again, we did this in our inspiration gram, and I think we actually had some like comments on it as well. I don't think you were the biggest fan. Yeah. Of the like trough style basin. It stresses me out. <laughs> I don't know why. And I think it, who knows? It's maybe as a child, I was on a farm and a trough is traumatizing. A trough is traumatizing. Oh, look, I'm a fan of undermount basins just for the flexibility of like cleanliness and maintenance. And like you can just pour all the water back in the basin and it's so much easier to keep clean. Yeah. So I get it. But this is a one-man band. This is a, a one-bathroom. It's going to be used as the powder room. Oh, it definitely room. fits the vibe. Maybe maybe we could make it as functional as possible. Bear with me. I reckon we can do it. I think so because going on from what we were talking about in the floor plan, so mm-hmm. we're going to end up with like we're not ending up with a floating vanity. So, it's well, going to the ground. Or do you want to go floating? Bear with me, right? 
Imagine if you had a wall-mounted vanity at yes. a certain height. And then we had obviously the false wall behind so we can carry our pipes and our plumbing yep. in that. But what we need to do is conceal the base where obviously our yeah, plumbing yeah. needs to go into. So imagine if we had this like stone plinth running all the way along. Then you had an exposed bottle trap and then a wall hung like a vanity unit. Everybody, we're going to need to do some drawings up. This is, I'm already sold and I'm the, I'm not the client. I'm the one working on it. And imagine if that plinth is in the green, the beautiful green feature marble, but then that nib wall is clad in like that soft gray marble. Stop, son. Stop. Stop. And bringing inspiration. I don't know if this, this particular image that I keep referring back to, the trough one with the, um, ceiling mounted kind of mirror structure but if you zoom in it's actually like a chiseled tile on that main wall but what that's giving us is the fluted design i think that's something we've picked up so vertical over horizontal for this one is something we're steering towards a fine read yes which will then as we're saying inform the battens for that feature wall absolutely then if we go down to the image directly underneath it and we've got shower glazing so, again, imagine if we had a beautiful arched opening, a custom arched door, door, Yep. but in that beautiful fluted glass. Yep. So, the reason we're doing a shower door as well is mm-hmm. we don't have a large enough shower where overspray isn't going to be an issue out of the shower cubicle. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to put a door on there. We're also then going to claim the benefits that it could be potentially used as a bit of a steam room because you're able to steam. trap all the, heat, the steam and stuff in there. Yep. What we might have to do is look at some, oh, we should be okay on the extraction side of things because we've got the big window. So, maybe there's some kind of situation when you open that shower door, just trying to figure out a way to get the steam and stuff out. Out. But that should be okay because that window is actually pretty big. Mm. Should be okay. Leave it with us. Yeah. We might- who knows? This Again, this is just the mood board to kind of get our inspiration going. When we actually come to design things, that's where- Oh, we'll hit roadblocks for sure. Yeah, obviously. And they're all my fault. <laughs> so, going on to our final page of the mood board. This, again, is our private space. So, we're, we're keeping with that green, that beautiful rich green kind of theme and gemstone color. But this is our bedroom space. So- what we've got incorporated is really luxurious and almost like high-end retail wardrobe fit-out. So, we want it to feel super high-end. So, when we were saying about the sliding doors, for instance, these aren't going to be typical mirrored sliding doors. We're talking custom, custom, beautiful sliding doors with like an arched mullion detail in it with fluted glass. And then behind it is this beautiful, rich timber that's maybe in the matching color to the timber floors. And then with these beautiful either like bronze strips or brush brass strips, depending on what tapware we go with. So we've got all of these elements working together. It makes it feel really luxurious. We've got very similar palettes from space to space. It just, oh, honestly, it's... It's a bit moody. It's a bit darker. It's a, it's a bit moody. It's a bit bawdy. It's the mood board. Oh, stop. I have said it better listen, myself. Stunning. Stunning is the word I would use to describe it. And it makes me kind of want to really just wrap up the episode to go and get stuck into it. 
Oh, like I, it, it. that's when you know you're on to something good. And yes, there'll be moments during the project where the passion and the excitement waxes and wanes. But this is, it's, it is a logical progression of ideas. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We are going to wrap this episode up because we're done. Yeah, we're done. So, like that's our mood board. That's our proposed floor, floor plan. plan. You've done a now. demo plan. Like yeah, yeah. We're rocking ahead. So I guess for next week. What we might look to, or the next time we come back to our apartment Gem renovation series. thing, is maybe we start looking at some concepts in terms of maybe laying out some of the areas in like three dimensions. Yeah. Um, not so much picking finishes as of yet, but maybe more like just getting white. Sca- yes, just white model. Like yep. here's what that arched entry into that shower space is going to look like yeah. with the seat in there. Yeah, it's all going to be white. I think they call it like white card or yeah, white, white model. Card. White is what model. They call it. White card or white model. Oh my model goodness, I've got renders. something to talk to you about off the thing as well. But we'll that that's a teaser for you guys. Hopefully, Ooh. it comes through. But okay, we. We're just going to start building it up and then we can start making decisions and testing ideas and seeing what works, what doesn't, and then maybe start flirting with some finishes. Oh. So, Michaela, thank you very much for your time this week. Absolutely. This has been a banger. Everybody, I would like to also on a note, we've been seeing on the back end of all the podcast stuff, the show is growing kind of rapidly at the moment now. If you haven't, and I'm going to like- Plead with you, I guess, but that makes it sound really sad. I'm going to beg with you. Even though my birthday was three months ago, I'm going to beg with you for a late (laughs) birthday present. If you haven't already, on Spotify, if you listen on Spotify, I should say, sorry, you can leave a rating. Just a rating. There's no reviews on Spotify. You literally just go to the podcast page. There's a like a little star rating thing. You just whack that guy in. Obviously, you're going to put five stars Obviously. because we've given a five star performance today and all the other weeks. Maybe one of the weeks we slipped, but that's still 4.9. So, we round it up to five. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, you just go to the podcast page where you can leave both a five star rating. And if you would like, please. write a review. <laughs> please write a review. It helps it's, us so much. And it, it really just, does. In it, terms it, it of all- It gives us something back. Yeah, it gives us a little bit of extra momentum, a little bit of extra Motivation. spring in our step. Yeah. But it also, in terms of- I don't know how, who came up with this friggin' idea, but in terms of the charting, if you get reviews and ratings, that's worth more than people listening. Oh, weird. Like, in terms of if you have a week where you get more people leaving ratings and stuff, you go up higher than if you had, like, a really good listenership week. Oh, really? Yeah, I think That's it's- That's a bit weird. I think what it's mainly about is it's not so much the charts don't necessarily reflect who's listened to it the most. It's um, what is the most hot and trending podcast. Okay. So, it's a combination of the two. Who's so, getting the most interaction with Yeah, and listeners. literally, when we're saying a review, you can just write great stuff, five stars, love it. Um, learn to speak Lachlan. Like, it's yeah. just easy, as easy as that. Whatever you want to do. Or you can just write a really beautiful letter to us, like we wrote to Beck Judd's house and that hour and a half oh, of bullshit we letter. spoke. Just anything helps. Or even just send us a message on Instagram. I've seen a couple have come through while we're recording. I mean, how nice is that? Aww. So, we're going to leave you for this week. We'll be back with some inspiration grams next week. And then- <laughs> the week after boy you guys gonna have some stuff to listen to and see so we're very excited michaela would you like to count us down yes absolutely are we ready on three two one toodaloo well everybody we've come to the end of another episode if you have any questions reach out to us on our instagram at grab the trace 
Following, sharing, leaving a review or rating for the podcast is the best way to help the show. Our opening and closing music was created by Robert Helberg. And whilst we try to help as much as possible, this podcast is of a general nature and won't be able to take into account your individual circumstance. If you need personalised advice, you should engage a relevant professional consultant to help make the best decisions for your situation. Thank you all for listening and we'll see you next time. See you next time.